0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and wherever you are in the world, welcome to Business Travel on the Fly. My name is Belinda Hindmarsh from CWT, and I'm joining you from Rome, Italy today. My background, I've spent the last 20 plus years in the travel tech space, working with some airlines, with OTAs, and in the hotel space, and currently hold the position of Chief Growth Officer at CWT overseeing growth initiatives and spearheading the commercial development of Roomit, which is CWT's ever-evolving global hotel offering. So today I'm delighted to have the opportunity to discuss the sustainable travel practices and how the need to accurately measure carbon emissions is shaping our industry. And how can we fast forward to a place where a framework exists and hotels can finally be recognized for all of the responsible business actions they've been taking? I'm delighted to be joined by Kit Brennan, founder of Thrust Carbon, a carbon intelligence platform that helps businesses achieve their sustainability objectives and an absolute true expert in this arena. Thank you for joining us today, Kit.
1: Hi, Belinda. Thank you so much for, for inviting me to be here to, to chat today. I'm one of the founders here at Thrust Carbon. I, I focus on all things, all things products and methodology and um To us, we're very focused on a world where our actions don't have to cost the earth and how, in particular, can we get travel to be effortlessly green. So that's why we're so excited by our partnership with CWT. CWT customers will already start to see the the outcomes of some of this partnership with things like our hotel sustainability score right there in point of sale and and information around carbon for for air, hotel, and, and soon rail and car.
0: Fabulous, and we do have quite a lot. uh, We were going to try and get through today in our 20 minutes. Uh, We'll see how we go. But uh, certainly diving into some of the hot topics of achieving a green standard in hospitality. You know, it is a broad and complex topic, right? We've talked about this, and uh, for sure there's many different angles. But we do hope to cover some of the current hottest topics, uh, such as, you know, why is achieving a consistently applied standard seemingly so much harder in the hotel space than it is for air? and talk about what the industry can do to provide more transparency and and, and greater measures um, for everyone to work with. Hopefully also we can explore what opportunities are out there, what are we seeing, what ideas are there out there, uh, and what would have a truly meaningful impact for the future of our planet and and our industry and hospitality. So all that said, let's dive in, shall we? (laughs) We We'll get to it. So one of the things uh, I wanted to call out, you know, the tourism industry accounts for approximately 5% of global carbon emissions, right? And we believe that hotel, uh, the hotel sector, well, at least according to UNWTO, generates approximately 20% of that 5% in terms of emissions. Hotel operators know the world has changed, right? It doesn't matter who you speak to. Everyone has recognized the importance of minimalizing the environmental impact of their operations, and everyone's really keen to do what they can to reduce their carbon footprint. Kit, I'd love to hear from you. What are some of the key challenges you see for hotels versus airlines when it comes to sustainable business practices and the addressing the need to measure uh, the carbon footprint output?
1: Unfortunately, as an, as an industry, sustainability is always very focused on, on airlines. And and there's a good reason for that. Uh, aviation does account for, for a significant uh, majority of emissions of the travel industry but ultimately we have to get to net zero and getting to net zero means everyone every part of the travel industry getting to net zero and that includes that includes the hotel sector as well and in terms of the challenges interestingly in, in some ways aviation has a harder challenge and in some ways they've got an easier challenge and it, it's harder because technologically there are some huge hurdles to cross But it's easier because there is one thing that they really have to focus on. And that thing is how to how to make aviation fuel sustainable. And that's either replacing it with with batteries or hydrogen or it's artificially made fuel. You look at the hotel sector and you start to see a myriad of things which all need to be worked out in tandem. And and it's it's mind boggling large. Um, You have the food you have how you're, you're powering your hotel, you have the, the construction of the hotel itself, you have all the amenities, your single-use plastics, and, and then everything in a wider ESG sense. You know, our hotel's doing everything they can around around modern slavery. It's, it's all part of this big ESG picture, but of course, net zero is, is one of the, the big goals of all of this. And in terms of getting those challenges over the line and really getting to, getting to a, a, a standard um, so that we can reach net zero, the challenge then is how do we get everyone onto a And right now, there are, there are some measurement standards for hotels, so we have the, the HCMI, the Hotel Carbon Measurement Initiative, and we have the HWMI, the Hotel Water Measurement Initiative, and in both cases, it's kind of a, a standardised set for, for calculating carbon and water usage in a hotel. So you can say on for an occupied room, this is how much carbon or water it uses. And that's great, but there's a long way to go with that. There's, there's a lot that isn't taken into account, for example, food and beverage emissions, um, embodied carbon in, in the construction of the building itself. And, and so we really have to, to start moving these standards on. And then after that, we, we need to start looking at transparency. It's, it's one thing if a hotel is measuring what their carbon looks like, but trying to find out what that carbon is from a hotel is, is really difficult because normally it's not shared. And there's no, there's no public sharing of these numbers in general, except in a, in a kind of aggregated way that, that's useless to an end consumer. So there's a lot of things to do for the hospitality industry. Um, don't get me wrong; we're going to talk about some great improvements and some great steps that are that are already happening. But it it really is a challenge, and and transparency really is the name of the game here.
0: Got it. No, that's a, it's a it's a key factor, right? And my understanding is the. The measures that are in place today, like the HCMI, it's it's voluntary participation, right? So there's no enforcement that anyone needs to, or The hotels don't need to um, participate and they certainly don't need to share the data outputs, which, to your point, is a challenge for travellers who want to know or want to have informed decisions when they're purchasing their travel to make sure that they're looking at more sustainable options, um, also, you call out another good point, which is it doesn't, include, it doesn't include everything, right? So even though it gets some part of the way to measure some of the impact, it's not encompassing of everything that could have an impact on the environment. In your view, how do we evolve from here? You know, what does it take to get to a global standard and what could that look like,
1: in your view? You're right to say, how do we evolve? I'm not saying that we should, we should scrap the current standards. They are a great first approach. But I think it is time that we evolve them. We start looking at at more and more things, and we start saying, okay, how does this get reported publicly? And how does that get shared with with the wider industry? Ultimately, what what everyone needs is that point of sale to be able to know what's the most sustainable hotel. Um, And and without accurate carbon data on a property level, that that can be quite difficult. We have a a lot of magic behind the scenes to put together our our hotel sustainability index, which is a a ranking of one to 100 for every hotel in the world. And and that's what CWT is using for for dynamically ranking every hotel and its its sustainable hotel search. And that's great. But but if we could get even more carbon data and and if the wider industry could get even more carbon data, then, then you could really start educating customers at point of sale. And, and really start to evolve that discussion so it's it's about expanding this methodology and then having a common system that everyone needs to report into and then ultimately we even need to see something happen on on an industry body level to, to create to make that happen in a standardized transparent way all governments will need to step in and and demand that hotels start publicly sharing this data if we bring it right down from from the top level of governments and and uh, and industry bodies down to the consumer level, Belinda, what are you hearing from from your customers? Are, is there demand for better data at point of sale? How, do you hear about this?
0: That's actually a good point as well because I was going to ask you, you know, who is this owner assault and like who's responsible for driving this agenda, right? And you mentioned. You mentioned some of the governments and the industry bodies and the role that they could play, uh, but you're right. It's also consumers who vote with their feet. Right. Um, the good news is that our customers are very committed. So late last year we did, we ran a survey and two out of three of our customers actually it was more than that. Seventy eight percent said that they. Uh, they really care about sustainability goals, and it's become one of their top five priorities within all of their organizations. And this is across the spectrum of industries, right? Um, not only are they looking for robust sustainability analytics and reporting, like reporting in the reporting and the point of sale data that we have now with Rust Carbon, uh, they really want to have additional tools to support them and making sure that they can inform their travelers to make more informed decisions. Uh, So this is a real true driver for us. I I don't think I've seen an RFP come across the door in the last, call it two years, where there hasn't been questions about sustainability. Um, It it really is a driving factor in choice. Um, And I think that, you know, all in all, we do expect greater scrutiny of businesses and business trips going forward as well. Organisations are really trying to think more carefully about, you know, when is the right time to travel and sit face to face? Uh, It has changed, right? COVID has changed some things and thinking around when is the right time to travel. It's not that travel is going away. I think that uh, there's a different emphasis on travel and companies are trying to figure out, you know, the sweet spot between cost and and sustainability and employee well-being, which is another major driver right now. Um, You know, lots of customers are talking to us and, And working with our consultants, our eco-responsible travel consulting team, to figure out the sweet spot there uh, to make sure that we're getting a balance for employee well-being and greener travel.
1: That's such a good point. For employee well-being, it's it's so crucial. Millennials and Gen Z consistently rank the climate disaster as as the single greatest issue of their generation. And time and time again, companies are starting to report that, that they're losing employees because of their ESG goals. And so it's it's an employee wellbeing thing because they want to know that they're supporting the planet when they when they have to travel for business. They they don't want to feel like part of the problem. And if yeah. it means that companies can retain employees for, for longer, then terrific. There's a financial incentive again for the ESG goals. And and ultimately, we kind of it, it, it's crude, but we need to look at it in a financial sense. If people are voting with their feet. Hotels will accelerate their ESG efforts, and that will help the planet. And likewise, for companies, if employees and their customers are voting with their feet because the company's not, uh, not focusing on ESG, then again, that's going to accelerate the company's efforts. So I'm a big believer in, in if, we can, if we can make the, the financial goals align, then we really will accelerate our efforts to net zero.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm absolutely. I was I was shocked to learn recently that since I think it was Q4 last year, around 90 percent of our engagement, our consulting engagements, uh, were really focused on exactly this. It was all about eco-responsible travel, our hotel solutions group getting the right hotels in the program, and the balance, the well-being, and the and the green travel balance was just top of mind. And uh, I think that ultimately. If you think about it, uh, sustainability needs to be built into the travel program, not as a bolt on. Right. And that's what we're, you know, as a, we feel our, feel our role as a TMC is we're responsible to help find that sweet spot for our customers uh, who are definitely asking for it. So that's good news, I would say, in terms of driving the agenda, uh, making sure that you know collectively we get to a better place in time. Let's talk a little bit about tech. So obviously having point of sale information is helping drive change uh, in real time, right? So it's not about offsetting. It's about actually making uh, more sustainable decisions when booking travel. What other things could you see coming in the tech space? How do you see the role of tech in the future of greener hospitality?
1: There's two sides to the market on this. Um, There's the tech that that impacts the end consumers. And then there's the tech that, that helps make hoteliers more efficient. And and there's a lot of exciting progress in startups on on both sides. On on the consumer side, I think some of the innovations that are coming are things like carbon budgets. So that not only do you see your carbon information at point of sale, but you can also, you can see how much carbon you have left to use that year. And that carbon budget will progressively get smaller every year as as we approach uh, whatever your company's net zero goal is at least by twenty fifty, hopefully sooner, and that's very much part of part of the future. And and that way again, it's it's not just at that point displaying carbon information at point of sale, but it's also uh, gently uh, really pushing people to have to choose the more sustainable options as well. And again, that will that will accelerate accelerate the industry and, and put more pressure on hotels because they obviously want to use up less of their carbon budget um to, to win more business. On the hotelier side, I think there's there's a lot of innovation that uh is still on, on this side of the Atlantic that's that's slowly going across to the Americas um and and the APAC region. Things like having hotel rooms where the where the, the air con switches off when you're not in the room. It's, it's such a minor thing, but it actually it has a huge impact on the energy footprint of a hotel. And, and so more and more innovation just around energy use is, is very important. Uh, some things are maybe not technological, but I think technology will help support the decision making. But the energy impact of food and measuring food miles. Hotel buffets are incredibly inefficient. There's so much waste. Food is being flown in from all over the world to make that delicious looking buffet. And, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy one as much as the next person. But from a sustainability standpoint, really hard to justify. And again, mm-hmm. I think often the hoteliers just aren't aware of the footprint because you, you don't see the footprint when you when you buy an item. So easier, yeah. more straightforward tracking for a hotel that I think is, is going to really help.
0: It sounds like lots of missed opportunities, right? There's an awareness issue um, from a hotel supplier perspective, potentially even from a a traveler perspective. And I'm with you on the energy footprint. Um, It was just two weeks ago I was staying at a property in the US. Uh, The first thing I do as a European traveler is I turn off the aircon. It's not something I have at home, so it's not something I necessarily need in my hotel room either. And the irony was I couldn't turn it off. So even though I didn't even want it on, <laughs> you know, it was beaming cold air through my room uh, and it just felt like such a waste. Um, you know, surely through technology, to your point earlier, we could get to a place where similar to heating your home or putting your air con on before you, you get home, we could actually have these things automated. You could uh, turn it on, you know, before you get it back to your room or whatever else so that we uh, wouldn't have this type of waste. But um, it does sound like this is also an educational issue and thinking about the road ahead it's not a short road what other top tips do you have for travelers so that when they are on the road they can sort of as uh, responsible in, in in the way that they travel as possible
1: there's a lot of classic ones and and they almost sound cliche at this point but they're not um put the towel back on the rack and uh, fingers crossed the the hotel <laughs> won't won't replace your towel and uh, the the idea of, of washing a towel every night is is kind of bonkers for a hotel, um, but, but that is, is one of those little things, exactly as you've observed, um, controlling, trying to control that thermostat. If, if you can, then that definitely helps. And then, again, voting, voting with your feet when you, when you go down to the hotel or restaurant and, and you're asked if, if you want the buffet breakfast or, or the a la carte breakfast, opt for the a la carte breakfast. It's, mm-hmm. it's about a third of the food waste um, when when hotels are serving à la carte. If there's an option on the menu for a, a for local food choices, that's terrific. Go for that. And if they don't offer this, go next door to the little the little deli round the corner and eat there. And and really vote for, vote with your feet and and demonstrate that the thing you value is is a hotel who puts sustainability first. And ultimately, maybe you'll have a better experience as well. It's it, it's often sustainability doesn't have to be at the expense of your experience. It, it, you might discover a much better restaurant, and uh, and and you'll support the local community in the process, which is which is also terrific.
0: Oh, I love that. There's some really good tips there. So here's a bit of an intimate, quickfire question for you, Kit. If you're up for it. <laughs> How long would you be willing to forego a sheet or a towel uh, change during an extended stay? You know, you talk about overnight, but uh, what's your limit in, in terms of not having your room serviced?
1: Oh, that is a terrible question. <laughs> That's a question. killer, right?
0: That is a terrible um, question.
1: One thing I've learned over the last couple of days is, is I asked that question around to a few people and everyone has a different answer. Um, I think at home, I change the bed sheets once a week and um I, I think that's acceptable. And <laughs> I, when I'm traveling, I, I think once a week is also reasonable. And yeah. with a towel, I'd say three, four days or so. Um, if it smells, change it sooner. Um, <laughs> or if it's lying if it, in a
0: puddle on the floor, perhaps exactly. maybe change it sooner. but. <laughs> I know we're running close to the edge of time here, so I thought it would be fun to end with um, some of the more impressive things that you've seen. So if, as we talk about green initiatives and the travel space, you know, what have you seen that's impressed you?
1: Some chains are now directly benefiting people uh, for for opting for a more sustainable option. For example, having extra points if if you're not going to have your room cleaned. If we want to really move towards a sustainable future one thing we have to bring on board is the people who are who are hesitant to make changes in in the name of climate change and one of the best ways to bring those people on board is to to make it worth their while yeah it, most people don't change their sheets every single day at home and when they don't care about the planet they'll they'll say sure change my sheets when I'm every day in a hotel I'm I'm paying for it but when you say to them would you like some extra points in exchange for not sh- replacing your sheets, all of a sudden that changes the equation for them and they opt for the more sustainable option. The green initiatives that are impressive are where it gives a positive alternative. Again, this comes back to food options. Having just one sustainable um, vegetarian or vegan uh, option on your entire menu means that very few people will opt for that. When you have a third of your menu that that are vegetable-based, then then often the meat eaters will will go for that because they just see something that really appeals to them. Mm -hmm. So it's something different. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, anything that uh, that makes it a positive.
0: I love that. And you're right. I mean, I've personally had that experience as well with the the benefits as well. So I've already explained I'm already going to hang the sign up on the door. Uh, but people that maybe who wouldn't do that, um, having that additional kind of carrot, if you will to think twice about it, right the the Marriott uh, points one is a great one, or the option to have a drink at the bar once a day for every day you don't have your room service, you know these are things that I've seen and I think are, are definitely driving awareness as well as p- perhaps the good outcomes that we're looking for. So uh, I'm with you on that. there's some good good things happening in the space. So I know we have to wrap up. We could talk about this for hours, right? But uh, it's certainly a big topic and hopefully we'll have have a chance to talk again about this in the near future kit. There's still a ton of work to be done to get to a point where we have the clarity and the transparency uh, to make sure we hit that net neutral, hopefully sooner than 2050. So thank you again for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for hosting me. This has been a really terrific chat and I hope we do get to talk about it again soon.
0: And if you're keen to find out more about the future of travel and work from experts all over the world, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to all our listeners today and goodbye for now. Until next time we meet on the fly.